Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is 11 and has autism. This is about our journey. It's a lot about my emotions, some about his, and everything else in between. We are experiencing snow, lots of snow. This means that we have a snow day coming up. We already had a holiday this week and a scheduled day off. Uh, It was a teacher planning day uh, today, but now we have an extra day. Hmm. I breathe, I think, I cry, I get emotional, I breathe some more. This is hard because Owen does not like the surprise of something different. He wants his routine to be his routine to be his routine. So the last few days, the holiday and then the teacher day, have been part of what we've called his vacation, but even at the knowing that he was going to have those days off, knowing that he was going to be home or we were possibly doing different activities, this was still difficult for him. Routine, 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 and more routine. That's what he wants. He wants to know what to expect. He wants to know when everything is happening. He wants to confirm when everything is happening and why it's happening and when he gets to do it again. This is so hard for him. Each and every break, for whatever reason it is, it's hard. It's hard for him to imagine that his schedule is not going to be exactly as he wants it to be. Where do we go from here? How do we adjust? How do we pivot? How do I get through the process with him? He has emotions. He has feelings. He has the things that he wants. But guess what? And I have to remind myself of this. I am human. I have the things I want, the things I need, the things I have to do. And having to deal with my emotions and his emotions and his emotions about my emotions. There's a lot of emotions in these moments. And I think probably... Sometimes the most difficult ones are his emotions 
that are put on or based on or reflective of my emotions. How does he handle how I'm handling something? (sighs) Can we take a nap? (laughs) Can we stop for a moment? Can we just rest? It's hard because his emotions can run really hot, really quickly. And if he feels my emotions, if he sees I'm crying, if he sees that I'm upset, if he sees that I'm about to sneeze, if he sees any of those emotions that are right there on my sleeve, if I cry, if I get overly anything, he then is in hyperdrive. It then excels the moment into something else. It just just keeps going. And so I'm allowed to have those emotions. I am purely allowed to have those emotions. But he has the emotions on top of what I have. That leads to him crying, him screaming, him pulling my hair, him trying to pull me away from something, push me, bite me, hit. Whatever the emotion is, is then extra. So we backtrack, we start over, we think we just have to reevaluate the situation. This is difficult because I am emotional also. But how do you handle that in routine? How do you change the emotion that you're dealing with, yours, his, the joint emotions? How do you take that and propel it into progress, propel it into calm? The calmer I am, the calmer he is. The calmer I can control the the moments, the calmer he stays. This is still hard. Because, again, I'm allowed to have emotions. I'm allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to have those feelings. So is he. Absolutely. But it's trying to adjust him to understand that I get to have emotions, that I can be sad, mad, upset, hurt, frustrated, all of the things. He doesn't get how I handle emotions or how I'm supposed to handle emotions or why I handle emotions differently than he does or why I'm crying and he's as happy as a lark. Those are the things that we have to work on when they're not in the moment. That, again, is something that's difficult to explain to him that I'm trying to work through my own moments. Now, how does dealing with emotions get us back into or work with our routine? back to that same concept of calm. 
being calm, being in the moment, being able to process what he's thinking, what he's emotionally connected to, that helps with the progress, with that routine moment. Again, the calmer I am, the calmer he is. He has a hard time reflecting on my emotions. He holds them and he tries to process them and he does not want me to be elevated at any time. He doesn't want me to be in a hyperactive state of mind in any way, shape, or form. He needs the even mama. (laughs) That's what he needs. And if anybody knows me, I... (laughs) I am very emotional, very emotional. And I had heard this early on in our journey is the more that you show your emotions, the more he will show his emotions and put it in every other way possible. And I'm like, I'm an emotional person. He's got to get used to it. He's got to learn and he's got to deal with my emotions. Yeah, but it's still difficult. Yes, he needs to learn emotions, but he's not there. He isn't there in the process. He doesn't know how to handle his own emotions. He doesn't understand what grief is or what you know, sadness is, what those heightened emotions even are. How happy can you be? That changes everything. And so learning to deal with emotions, that helps us with routine. The more that I can keep him in a state of happiness, in a state of learning about his progress, that will help him understand dealing with routine. So helping him to get to the point where routine isn't just about the moments, the exact moments, and what we are dealing with. That's what I have to work on. I have to help him understand that routine, like emotions, is constantly changing. When routine means everything, that is hard. He thrives in routine, but life, there is nothing, (laughs) nothing about life that is routine per se, (laughs) but he's got to understand, he's got to grasp the concept that nothing is routine. It's, it's Tuesday. Hmm. I get emotional thinking about this because he already is planning his Thursday because he loves his Thursdays. That's his, one of his therapy days. And then he's got that planned out. You know, he wants all of it to happen. He wants me to pick him up from school. Then he wants to go and see his three therapists. He wants to have those meetings and then He wants to skip Friday and prepare for Saturday and Sunday. 
And it's not that he doesn't like his Monday through Friday going to school and his Saturday and Sunday, and he doesn't necessarily want to talk about the Friday. It's the fact that he is pretty certain Monday through Friday is school days until those moments change. But in general, that is what he is accustomed to or expecting. And so here we are when we have a vacation day, we have a holiday, we have a reason to be out of school. That sends him into overdrive. So how do you get to the point where routine does not rule the situation? My eyes got a little bit wider. The deep breath happened. I really want the tears not to come because it's hard. Tomorrow is a non-school day that was not in the plan. They didn't work with him at school telling him that he would be off on Wednesday. I didn't work with him telling him he would be off tomorrow. I didn't go through the process of why he would be off tomorrow. I didn't look at the schedule with him, which is still a new concept for him because that's, that's another totally hard thing for him to deal with is flat out schedules like calendars or written words or things like that that he can see. That is so difficult for him and he doesn't even really want to process them at all. So, he is not prepared for tomorrow. Technically, he wasn't prepared for today. Technically, he was not prepared for Monday. Even though he was aware, even though we've been working with him about these days off, this was not something he had in mind. He did not know, nor did I until later in the day, that tomorrow was going to be a snow day. So, Monday and Tuesday, he woke up. He wanted to go bowling. He woke up about four. He was ready to go today. Now, I didn't even attempt to see if they were open yesterday, nor did I really attempt to see if they were open today for bowling because I knew the roads were bad and I didn't want to get to the place, bowl, and have a foot of snow. Not that I thought a foot of snow was coming, but have more snow, have worse roads, have a hard time getting home with him in an elevated state of already having to be out of routine. He would have loved to go bowling, and I would have loved to have taken him bowling, but I was just worried that there was going to be that weather phenomenon, which tomorrow they have already canceled school, and it's 
for the most part, I believe, because of the temperature and not necessarily the snow count. Uh, we are continuing to possibly have snow through Friday off and on. Who knows how that will go and which days we'll have it. Or if this is going to be the ripple effect and have more days off. Again, I take those deep breaths and try to release all of the emotions. So, my choice, good, bad, indifferent, medium road, I don't know, was to not tell him that he has tomorrow off. I can tell you, there's tears in my eyes with this. Because I'm truly hoping that he sleeps all night. I'm truly hoping that him not knowing that he's not going to school tomorrow will help the process of him sleeping past four. I don't have the answer. I have the desire to continue to grow myself and with him so that I can find solutions to help him understand his routine. We've made progress. I've made progress. He's made progress. We've made progress. Years and years and years and years, he did not want to look at a calendar, look at written word, writ look at a piece of paper that stated his schedule. He didn't want to talk about his schedule even. And now he's at least acknowledging the fact that he is on a break for whatever reasons they are. And he is starting to process the fact that he can look at a calendar. I can tell you, though, for a kid that hardly ever looks at a calendar, it amazes me how much he remembers what day is what day. He is on point, 99.9% of the time. Sometimes he says things incorrectly to say things incorrectly, so I can't always tell if when he says a day that is incorrect, which is very, 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 very rare, if he's done it on purpose or if he's just going 90 to nothing in his mind of how he is saying something or doing something that he truly hasn't figured out what day of the week he is on. And that is, I'm I'm trying to think of even a moment when that circumstance that he didn't remember a day, but there has have been a couple random ones um, over the last few years that he did not remember if it was Saturday or a Tuesday. But that's so rare. So for a kid that anyone that doesn't look at a calendar doesn't necessarily... He knows how to read a calendar, but I don't necessarily know that he understands completely what it does for us or how it works for us. I think that's something that's still up for debate as how he handles it. But however, he 
is amazing with knowing what days of the week it is. So, again, I didn't tell him tomorrow was a day off. We learned, oh, sometime around three-ish, I think, um, that tomorrow they were just calling the day. They were calling it a snow day, and that was the end of that. If, hmm, <laughs> there's a hundred different ways we could have handled it, a hundred different ways that it could be processed, but he's not there. And so I'm really, truly hoping that me deciding not to tell him that he has tomorrow off will help him in the process. I'm hoping that in the afternoon that I'll be able to at least take him to a park or go someplace because we have been home for several days now and it will be hard for him tomorrow. But I'm also a hundred, can we say a hundred million percent hoping that me not sharing the information that we will be home, that his routine is still out of routine that he sleeps. That is my prayer, is he sleeps. It's so hard for him to sleep when he's got so many things on his mind. And I know that's what's been happening, is he wakes up because he is needing to be prepared for an event or lack of an event. So, how do we go from one step to the next steps? Keep preparing his emotions. Keep preparing him in my emotions and working with him to understand that his emotions cannot be controlled completely by my emotions. That's the first step. But it's got to be in, quote unquote, a controlled environment, a controlled moment. Because if I wait to the moments that it's actually happening, when I am actually upset, then neither one of us can be in the moment quietly or in the moment calmly. So the first step is getting him to understand or at least grasping that I'm allowed to have separate emotions for whatever reason than he has to have. He doesn't have to be crying or sad or mad when I'm crying. He doesn't have to pull my hair to regulate his emotions when my emotions are the ones that are sad or mad or frustrated or crying or whatever the moment may be. So once he gathers the information of being able to handle emotions, it's then working on how I cry and he doesn't get upset. How I am upset and he doesn't get upset. How I am dot, 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 and I can help him through that time frame calmly. Let's all just breathe on that because it's 
emotional. This is my baby. This is my boy. He's 11. He'll be 12 soon, March. But he's still my baby. And for my baby to be upset when I'm upset, that's upsetting. So we breathe. We breathe and we breathe and we breathe some more. Find moments that are in the calm. Maybe you're reading the story. Maybe it's probably not before bedtime, but maybe when it's you first wake up in the morning. Maybe it's in a car ride. Maybe it's when you're sitting in a tire swing. Whatever the calm moments are for you and your family, that is when you can start initiating the understanding or the grasping of emotions. Work through one at a time. Get the, the the cards that have like the expressions on it. Put it on your refrigerator or put it in a special book or hold the cards out for dinner time. Any of those where it's a controlled moment that you can talk about happy, sad, angry, frustrated, all of the moments and associate it so that they are starting to grasp their emotions, your emotions, and how to work together with them. Once an emotion is kind of grasped a little bit more, that's then where you can kind of gauge or look into the possibilities of how that will help you with grasping routine, changing routine, following through with routine, knowing that routine is not always going to be the same. And we can all cry. I cry. Oh, it's so hard when he does not have that to hold on to. So taking a moment to figure out what works This is Owen's song. This is his story. This is my story on his emotions and my emotions mixed all together. But there's probably a step in your child's life, your your siblings, your person that you're looking at to help that they need to understand some portion of this, whether it's the routine part or grasping emotions to deal with routine or even grasping emotions to deal with someone else. Don't we all need to know how to deal with somebody else? Oh my, let me raise my hand. I always tell Owen, we are a team. We do this together. We work on these emotions together. We work on how to handle everything so that we can both become better and handle it in our ways. I don't want him to ever think that he is alone in this journey. It's a lot about his emotions, but it is so much more about mine. I mean, it truly is. Autism wasn't important to me until autism was important to me. 
He's important to me, and how he handles things is important to me. But it's just as important that I handle it as well and better sometimes than he does. I need to be calm so I can help him be calm. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. So me learning to let go, hold on, let go, hold on, work on routine, I have to be kind to myself. Top priority. Because he is dealing with the things that I'm dealing with. He's dealing with the emotions. And I have to show him how to be calm. It's not always going to happen. I can promise you that. But at least taking the time to deal with or figure out how your emotions play into routine. I'm truly hoping, and I know I have, but I'm truly hoping that I've chosen the right direction for his tomorrow. Not telling him, we'll see. I always say it, we'll see. But I truly believe it was the right decision. So, grasping what we're talking about, grasping the emotions, and moving forward is what we have to do. I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to let him grasp how I react. Then we work on the routine. So, routine. I hope tomorrow is a great day for him. I've got lots of things planned, and I hope it really works out for us. So, I appreciate everyone being on the journey with us and listening to our story. I share our story all the time on Facebook at Sweet Baby O, and I share our artwork, Sweet Baby O Designs. You can also find us on our website, which is sweetbabyo.com, and I share our journey as well on YouTube at Sweet Baby O. So thank you so much. And at the beginning of the, of the show, you heard the song Down This Road, written by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. And here at the end, you will hear the rest. So thank you so much for being with us and have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road And understand 
Take my hand. 